Also, stay tuned for, uh... Yes, stay tuned. Activism for amateurs is next. The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the management of KUCI or the UC Board of Regents. For more information about this show, go to KUCI.org. Settle the score and air the line to But not before I preface the song And say I still got love for you It's been a minute since we talked And I heard it through the bamboo Telegraph Stay tuned for Activism for Amateurs With me, Lauren Um, yeah, don't go away 
wonder why some gaps and hugs would start to turn limp. Did you volunteer secrets? Did you snitch out your people to get cool with some fools that we used to have some beef with? And he said that she said that they went and did somebody dirty and you heard it and now you're no longer friends. I don't operate on that sort of level. I'm face to face, no fake. Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal types of handshakes. Got a problem with me? Try diplomacy. Instead of side talk on sidewalks and pretending that you don't notice me. Or telling people that you're worried about me And say you're nothing when you see your brother walking around To nobody in particular And everybody in general Don't take this either personal, emotional, or literal Cause if we both about similar sets of principles Then check me and I'll check you Like we're supposed to do Everybody get hurt Everybody cries Everybody falls down Not everybody rides Not everybody talks But everybody lies Not everybody lives But everybody dies You gotta owe me cash To put my shit on blast And talk behind my back But I still got love You never held me close When I needed it most How can I call you my folks When you ain't got no love You might have owed me cash To put my shit on blast And talk behind my back And I still got love You never held me close When I needed it most How can I call you my folks When you ain't got no love And I still got no rhymes, y'all Got a couple of problems And the reason that I'm telling y'all Is that I'm looking to solve them And furthermore, you heard it before You probably got them And now it's time for us to settle the score And air the lines But not before I finish this song And say I still got love for the bar Good morning, Irvine. You have tuned in to Activism for Amateurs on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Heck yeah. And it is currently 8.06. Oh, my goodness. It's kind of a late start. Sorry. Um, funny story. I just woke up late. That's pretty much that's pretty much my funny story. But, um, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thank goodness they had red vines on the table. Sometimes they have, like, I don't know, little snacks and goodies in the morning. Um, here at the station for us, you know, early birds to, you know, wake ourselves up and sound good and beautiful and awake and excited for all of you out there listening. So, yes, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, we have a special show today, a show that I've been really excited about. Um, um, pretty much there's some beautiful ladies here with me in the station. Usually it's just me, you know, working that beauty for all all up here in KUCI, but now I have like three extra lovely ladies with me here in the station. They are from MSU, which is the Muslim Student Union, here on the UC Irvine campus. And, um, yeah, your mics are on. So, um, yeah, um, I'll just have them um, introduce themselves to all of you. All right, so I'm Maimona Shirbaji. Um, I'm a freshman, and I live in Middle Earth. Um, I'm an active part of um, MSU, Muslim Student Union, and I'm excited to be here. And my name is Natasha Zuber. I'm a second year PSV major education minor. And this is actually my first year with MSU. And I'm really excited because this year has been really great. Oh, no? Okay, so we do have three lovely ladies. Um, but one of them... Um, oh, can I have her name? Uh, Jamila Kokesh. Jamil? Jamila. Jamila. Okay, and then there's another girl here named Jamila. But, um, Woo. yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's here, too. She's here, too. All right. So, yeah. Um, those are the MSU ladies. Um, I have to say, I met them before. I met them this week. Yeah. Is that right? Wait, yeah. Last week. This week, last week. Okay, I met them last week when um, I was doing um, the hijab day. Right. 
Um, you want to talk a little bit more about Hijab sure. Day? Okay, so Hijab Day was an event we had last week. And for those of you that don't know, um, hijab is the Muslim woman's head covering. So um, what we did was we put on an event for um, all um, non-Muslim women. And um, the challenge was to wear the headscarf for a full day. So um, it was a really great experience. Um, a lot of them said that they, you know, felt empowered by wearing the headscarf, contrary to, you know, what we, you hear on the media, what um, Islam is portrayed as. So it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of participants. And um, we had later that evening a reflection. So a lot of them got to reflect on their experiences. And I know you had one that was, like, really interesting. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we could go into that a little bit more <laughs> later on. But, um, yeah, so... Um, yeah, pretty much a hijab day was just, a, you know, it's opportunity if you're right. not Muslim, and right. I'm not Muslim, I'm I'm Catholic, supposedly. Hi, Mom! <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, Catholic, I'm, I'm Catholic, you know, believe in God and all that in the Catholic way, supposedly. But yeah, if you are not um, a Muslim or Muslim, am I pronouncing uh, it? Yeah, Muslim. Muslim, yeah, okay, right. yeah. Alright, it's Muslim, okay? Everybody, not listening? Muslim. It's not. It's not Muslim. It's not Muslim. It's not Muslim. It's Muslim. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Good. Just, just want to clarify. <laughs> See, we're learning new things. We're Woo-hoo. learning new languages. Cool. All right. But anyway, um, yeah. So anybody who's not Muslim will get the opportunity to wear a headscarf. Right. So, um, yeah, that was pretty cool. It was. And, um. Yeah, I don't know. Just to give a little bit more background on MSU, maybe we haven't. Yeah, we haven't really given background yet. Um. Yeah, MSU Muslim Student Union. Um, pretty well known on campus uh, as like the Muslim, the Muslim group. Yeah, <laughs> yeah on campus. So, um, yeah, you want to talk a little bit more about um, yeah, sure. the purpose of of MSU on campus? Yeah, sure. So, um, we host like a series of events throughout the year. Just this past month, we had Islam Awareness Month, and so it was basically to create bridges of understanding between Muslims and non-Muslims. And uh, we had several events, um, some of which were Islam, the misunderstood religion. And mm-hmm. uh, we all see Islam in a negative light nowadays. Mm-hmm. So, um, our purpose is to, you know, clarify everything and basically show Islam how it truly is and its true colors. So um, for that event, we had um, a speaker talk about a lot of the misconceptions about Islam, such as oppressed women, um, all Muslims being terrorists, all Muslims being Arabs. And so that leads into the second event, which is a panel of converts. And um, we had um, a panel that um, shared their experiences. They weren't born Muslim, but they later embraced Islam. So mm-hmm. we had people from, you know, you see people from all over um, and it was like such an enlightening experience because you see that, you know, they go out of their way. They, you know, leave behind their past and, you know, start this new lifestyle. So, um, and then we also had intimacy in Islam, which shows, you know, like, <laughs> you know, um, intimacy is something that's obligatory uh-huh. in our religion. Uh, we had hijab day, which we just mentioned, and fastathon yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a really, really, really fun yeah event. Um, we had a lot of participants. Um, fasting, for those of you that don't know, is um, not eating or drinking from sunup to sundown. And that it's, includes water. Exactly. Yeah. No gum, no mints, water, anything. <laughs> so um, it sounds a lot easier than it really is, especially during the summer. So when the sun goes down at 8, you got to wait till 8 to, you know, break your fast. Mm-hmm. Um, that includes, you know, not just abstaining from food, but also um, showing it to your behavior. So um, any bad um, habits you have, you got to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, that was that. And we also had PB&J making for the homeless. 
So, um, you know, while we were not eating, we had to make food for those that were less fortunate, which is the whole purpose behind fasting. And then we also have um, tonight, actually, um, Black Islam's role in the community. And oh, that's yeah, tonight? Yes. Oh, that's going to be so legit. And that will be in HH262. HH262. Yes. Okay. Yeah, just to recap, it's a Black... What is it? Black Muslims? Black Islam's role in community building. Oh, Black Islam's role in community building. That is tonight. And we're also doing it with BSU. So uh-huh. it'll be like a double club kind of thing. Cool. <laughs> yep. It's a mixer, guys. Yeah. It's a collaboration. <laughs> All right, great. Um, Natasha, you want to add anything into that? Just things that you know that MSU hosts. How about you know, the the relig- the um, praying sessions that... Okay, so um, we're always on um, on campus in um, the Cross Cultural Center. Mm-hmm. So if you just stop by, you'll see us there. That's our hangout spot. Um, we pray four of the four of the prayer or three of the prayers every single day. Mm-hmm. So um, not the morning one, but the three in the afternoon. So every single day we pray um, the Duhur prayer, the Maghrib pr- or Asid prayer, and the Maghrib prayer, and um, that happens every single day. So it's really cool. It's really neat. If you know, if you're going to class, you have to stop by and pray real quick. Mm-hmm. We're right there in the Cross Cultural Center. Um, we also have events throughout the year. We have um, Anti-Oppression Week coming up, Palestine Awareness Week coming up, and you know, you should really stay tuned um, with what we have to host. Yay! Yeah. Sounds good. Thank you very much. That Thank was, you. That was a really good lineup of all the events. So, yeah, um, that was the point of the show, was to highlight those special events and the magic that happened at Islam Awareness Month. And uh, I've been having a really great month so far because I've been participating in some of those events. Yeah. So I thought this would be a very interesting and did show. And you, did you find, like, um, a lot of, you know, misunderstandings, you know, cleared up? or? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of things about the, um, you know, about its about Islam right. and the um, Muslim tri- Muslim religion, uh, Muslim religion. Have to get used to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. It, you know, you learn you learn a lot if you just. I don't know. Not you, but like you know me personally. I learned a lot. Um, that was because I went out of my comfort zone. I wanted to check you guys out. Right. I wanted you know because I mean, um, you know, not not to like really affiliate or deaffiliate this or anything, but pretty much all I was hearing about MSU was like you know the Irvine Eleven, right. Irvine Eleven, and I was. But I see you guys, you know, and it's like, you know, the girls are all, you know, they're in in their hijab or not in their hijab, not right. in their hijab. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but yeah, all the all the girls are hanging out there in the cross cultural center, and they're they're so cool, you know. <laughs> and it's like I have to admit, like it, it is kind of intimidating. And I'm sure any listeners out there, if you are not um, Muslim and you see a, uh, um, you know, some chicks on the you know, out on campus, you're all wearing all these hijabs. It's, it's kind of hard to approach because, you know, you don't know if you're it supposed is, yeah. to, you don't know if you would offend by approaching them a certain way. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just so many things that you can worry about with, with a, with a, you know, a religion barrier like right. that, a cultural barrier. And I think that's, a, that's kind of hard for a lot of people. And that kind of says a lot for just society in general, does, yeah. just, you know, those cultural barriers that keep you from really getting to know, you know, one another in an open and you know compassionate way so that's why it's really oh hold on stay tuned la 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 oh okay <laughs> sorry yeah oh yeah elliot's show was before was before mine he was super loverly always my morning sun but anyway yeah it's it's good to it's good to have groups and students who are passionate about educating other people right, exactly. on campus it gives it really gives us uh, students from all backgrounds opportunity to learn about each other so 
that's what I wanted to do. Um, pretty much I have a really great friend um, in two of my classes, and she is part of MSU, very involved, very very um, loving with about Islam and her religion. Yeah. Um, she's really great, and, you know, just... You know, meeting people like that who are just really excited about what they do, really high on life in their own personal way, it really draws in people from the outside. So, yeah, she was just really encouraging, and I always thought she was beautiful with her hijab also, and I wanted to try it out. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much how it went. But, um, you know, it helps. It helps to have friends who are from those communities, Um it helps have good friends who are from those communities. Mm-hmm. Just hang out with them, know them for who they are, not what they are. Exactly. Yeah. And um, you learn a lot more about the world exactly. in, in another in another scope. Right. So yeah. Oh, I don't mean to preach or anything, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, Irvine. That's how it goes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's how it goes. But um, yeah. Really, really grateful for the events that you guys have been doing. It's been it's been really educational. Like, I can't, honestly, like, if you're going to ask me, anybody out there, if you're going to ask me, like, oh, where did you learn so much about Islam? I'm going to say, oh, UCI, MSU, <laughs> that's where. where. Did I learn from the internet? No. Because, you know, media nowadays, TV right. nowadays, very, you know, miscommunicative, you mm-hmm. know, very, I don't want to say lying, but very, very skewed towards, like, this, you know, idea of you know terrorism like right. like islam is just associated with terrorism and that's not that's not the case that's not yeah. how yeah that's really not how it is it's not how it should be and we will talk a little bit more about that as well um but yeah um just to backtrack um i really wanted to talk about uh the events okay that went down um primarily the events that um, I was in also so that we can kind of talk about two different sides, right. you know. And also, anybody who is interested in learning more about Islam, if you have a certain question, um, again, please be respectful, but also please be open and um, curiosity never killed, you know. So, um, yeah, so uh, call in. The number is 949-824-5824. Again, for my grandma, because grandma's listening, <clears throat> 949 <laughs> Five eight two four. I love you, Grandma. All right, so yeah, so that's for all the listeners out there. Call in, feel free. If you have a question, I would love to hear it. We would love to hear it. All right, so yeah, so again, we have Maymuna and Natasha. In Maymuna, Maymuna, Maymuna. Yeah. We have Maymuna and Natasha here <laughs> um, in the station. So um, yeah, um, I guess we'll start off with the first question. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of wanted to do a little bit more personal questions, okay. too. So, um, why did you decide to join MSU? Because there are a lot of, like, Muslim students out there who, you know, aren't part of MSU. And right. why did you decide to join? Like, what, is it, what does it serve in your college life today? Um, so, I was in MSA, which was Muslim Student Association in high school. Mm-hmm. And um, I really loved it because sometimes, um, as bad as this might sound, sometimes I forget that... Um, I kind of forget my identity, like I kind of forget that, you know, I am Muslim, I do pray, or I try to pray five times a day, and um, it, it's kind of sometimes hard if, if I don't have that Muslim community on campus or, or where I spend most of my time. Um, and so the MSA in high school, it provided like kind of like an outlet, kind of like a reminder to me um, as to who I was or who I am and how I've been raised and what my values are. And so when I came to UCI, actually before I came to UCI, all I ever heard about was how amazing this MSU was at UCI and how active they were and, and, and how 
uh, largely they contributed to the UCI community. And so when I got here, um, one of my first priorities actually was to join the MSU and, and to check it out for myself and to see if I felt that same comfort and, and um, feeling of belonging as I did back in high school. And so um, unfortunately I didn't come around much my first year just because I was getting used to the whole college life and, and I was working and stuff. So I kind of got busy with other things and classes and whatnot. Um, but this year I'm so fortunate because because um, I got the opportunity to not only just join the club, but to be able to call all of the, the girls and, and the guys like a part of, of my family because um, I, I received that same sense of like, um, that, you know, I was welcome, I was accepted, and, and the fact that we all had a common, like, love for our religion and for God, um, it just put everything into perspective and it allowed me to incorporate um, Islam into my life instead of incorporating my life into Islam. Mm. Um, so, so that was really yeah, exactly. nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Um, Emuna? Yeah. Um, I actually didn't have an MSA in high school. So um, I was one of the few Muslims um, in Bakersfield um, at my um, high school, and I happened to be the only one wearing a hijab. So it was really difficult for me, and um, I vowed, okay, as soon as I start college, I'm going to join an MSU, and that's what I did. So um, first day, I, you know, met up with them, and they were so, so, so sweet. I immediately, you know, felt part of the family. Um, we not only do, you know, religious um, activities together, but we also have chai nights every Thursday. So that's, like, really great bonding time. Um, they're all my sisters. Um, you know, we love each other. We're open to anybody that wants to join at any time. Um, they're also understanding. You know, we help each other out with homework, uh, studying, whatever it is. Um, you know, the whole shebang. <laughs> we do it. And so it's really, really great to have such, like, a you know, a tight community. Um, it's my second family. So, um you know, I can't go home every weekend, but I can always go to MS MSU. So, you know, that's, a, like, a really good thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Okay, thank you for sharing. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think some of the things we're going to talk about... Well, we, we already said a lot about Hijab Day okay. and Fastathon with the intro. That was really good. But, um, yeah, pretty much, uh, I guess we could start off with uh, Fastathon because sure. that was yesterday... So, um, yeah, uh, is this something that you do every year? Um, we do it for once a month, um, or I'm sorry, um, for a whole month every single year. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm sure you've all heard of Ramadan. Oh, yeah, Ramadan. Yeah, mm -hmm. so um, that's the holy month. Um, we believe the Quran was set down during that month. And so we fast every single day um, for 30 days. And uh, from sunup to sundown. That's a day. And then from sunup to sundown, that's a second day. So for 30 days. And so, like I said, you can't eat or drink. And you have to um, also show proper behavior. Mm -hmm. So um, it's really good, you know, to quit all your, like, bad habits, I guess you can say. Um, you can't smoke. Um, you have to treat your parents with kindness. Um, mm -hmm. You can't curse. Um, and you also have to pray your five daily prayers. Um, one of the, or two of the pillars of Islam, one of them happens to be prayer, and the second one happens, or I'm sorry, the second prayer, the second pillar of Islam is prayer. First one being declaration of faith. Mm -hmm. So we have prayer, and then we have fasting. Um, so you can't fast if you can't pray. So um, that's really good, you know, to get back on track if you're missing some of your prayers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it gets you into that good habit, um, and basically it starts you off, you know, like a fresh start to the year, every single year. Yeah. 
cool. And I also want to say that the third pillar is zakat, that's um, giving charity. And so in the month of Ramadan, it's obligatory upon um, every individual to right. give, um, I believe it's 2.5% of their um, annual salary, right. their income, um, to those that are less fortunate. And so I think the month of Ramadan, it incorporates... Um, you know, at least four of the five pillars, the last one being the pilgrimage to Mecca. Um, and so, and, and it's funny because most people think that, you know, Ramadan, you're fasting every single day. So, you know, Muslims would have like super low energy right. levels and, and, and would be so like not enthusiastic about this, this holy month that has so much importance. But in fact, i I would say that Ramadan is one of the most um, empowering, the most energetic months for a Muslim because it's this spiritual, like, enlightenment, right, exactly. and you just feel good about yourself. And, and for me, like, I kind of have this, like, okay, you know what? Today I prayed five times a day, and, you know, I didn't curse, and I, I was nice to my parents, right. and <laughs> I did all of this, and so tomorrow I'm going to see if I can do more. And so each day is, is kind of like... Um, it encourages you to, to do better and better the next day because you have this, like, this record that you don't want to break, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so it's it's actually a really beautiful month, and, and you see so many Muslims just coming together, and um, especially on uh, on the, the the day after Ramadan is over, so the day after the 30 days, we celebrate um, a holiday. It's called Eid, and we have um, two per year, and I kind of like to say, like, Eid is kind of like Christmas, except for a Muslim, um, and we have prayer in the morning, and it's just, you know, you wear new fancy mm -hmm. clothes, you get <laughs> gifts, um, you spend lots of time with family, eat lots of good food, um, which is always a plus. And um, it's just a really nice feeling coming together, knowing that, you know, we, we went through this month and, and it's just it's just really beautiful, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up about um, all the different things that you do with family and all the traditions and things like that. Because I feel like, I don't know. Um, yeah, with with Ramadan, it's like um, the first time I heard about Ramadan was actually this summer, I th oh, really? think. Yeah, well, I heard of it, but the first time I actually knew what it was was this summer um, over SMLI. One of my smileys, um, you know, we were all sitting there in Pippin. Pippin is the dining hall at Middle Earth, one of the housing, freshman housing spots. I know it spots. all too well. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we all know Pippin's. But anyway, yeah, I was in um, Pippin, and we were all eating, you know, omnoms, like salad, you know, meat, whatever. And here's a smiley. Um, yeah, he, he wasn't eating anything. He was just sitting there and watching us eat. And I was just like, what's, what's the matter with you? Why aren't you getting any food? What's your problem? We don't get to eat this all the time, you know? But, um, yeah, then he was explaining to me, you know, oh, it's Ramadan. We can't eat from sunrise to sunset. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, really? What time is it? <laughs> I'm like, what's the sun going to set? I want to give you some food. He's like, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm fine. And then, and then I asked him, it's like, isn't it, like, anta antagonizing for you to watch other people eat? When you're supposed to be fasting for God, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, how can you do it? How? And he's like, well, it's like, he's like, yeah, it is a sacrifice. It is a challenge, but that's kind of like the point of it. So he said that even times when he is around food, those those are the most critical, you know? Those are also the most important because, mm -hmm. you know, you have the temptation that's right there. And not doing it like really makes you feel a lot more um, proud of yourself. And it, you know, helps you keep that, um, keep the act of fasting going but um yeah definitely he said he said it is a challenge but then also he's been doing it since he was young so he's kind of like used to it and i think that was something that's something interesting i just want to segue into when um when i did the uh fastathon so right, yeah. yeah when i did the fastathon fastathon is not um 
this has not. This does not really have anything to do with Ramadan. Just, just, just yeah, to clarify that. It was, it was that. just like a trial for yeah, one day. Yeah, it was just a one-day thing for um, students to kind of just try it out. But it's not even like Ramadan. Now, I thought that was really funny because um, when I was okay, so pretty much this is how my day. Oh, can, is it okay? Yeah, of course. Okay. Please do. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I was telling them about this last night. I mean, last night at the event. So I don't know. I'll just give a gist in case other MSU <laughs> listeners are listening. They're like, oh, come on, Lauren, come on, come on. Just, just, just talk about something else. But anyway, um, love it. Okay, love what I'm saying. All right, so. Uh, I got a call from an MSU member, or from my friend, um, at 5 o'clock in the morning. And she's like, all right, let's go. Time to get up and eat <laughs> breakfast. And I was like, oh, you're right, because I'm fasting today. So I went, and I went to eat a little bit of breakfast. Um, then I fell back. I went back to sleep. Oh, it was funny, though, because she told me, you know, she told me 520. You know, it's just, you know, it's morning, you know. So she told me 520. supposed to be 518. So I'm sitting there eating cereal, 518. It's 519, and I'm chugging down water by that time. <laughs> I'm chugging down water at 519. I was like, okay, okay, I'm doing this. And then it hits 520, and then boom, put down my water bottle, and I was like, done, done. I'm set for the day. I'm set, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> then I got really sleepy around 6 o'clock, and I went to bed. But, um... Yeah, then I woke up and, you know, went throughout my day, class, um, what have you. And then it hits 2 o'clock. I mean, some of you just like, you know, like super hungry. Well, it, I know that wasn't been a really unattractive sound effect. It wasn't like that. It just <laughs> felt like that, just to clarify. But, um, yeah, my stomach was super hungry, like like rumbling in my tumbly. Yeah, things like that. And then um, I call up my friend and, I, you know, the one who invited me. And I was just like, oh, I'm, I'm so dying. hungry. Yeah. I'm so hungry. I can't do it anymore. And she's like, Lord, it's okay. Calm down. Calm down. It's like, where are you? Where? It's like cross-cultural center. It's like, okay, I'll go meet you there. Don't move. Don't move. And then on my way over there, you know, like on Ring Road, they're always selling all these different foods, like Korean barbecue. Mm. Doesn't the smell kill you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The smell the was smell. probably worse than, like, seeing other people eat it. There was Korean barbecue. There was all this other stuff. And then I see my friend who's walking past me, and he has two Jamba Juice cups in his hand. And, and I was like, why do you have two Jamba Juice cups? He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you want a sip? And I'm just like, no. And then I, like, turn away. I'm like, no, I can't. And I put my hand down. I'm like, I'm fasting. And he's like, fasting for what? And I was like, oh, MSU is la, 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 you know, for hunger and home. home this awareness and you know i decided to do it and it's going out really great and he's like but you're not mu- you're not muslim and i was like nobody cares about you and your remarks <laughs> i was super cranky by that time i was cranky so i was like i'll see you later so, so <laughs> and then um and then i got to the cross-cultural center and i was talking with um i was talking with my friend trying to come up with it's, it's funny when you're hungry you really try to come up with all these reasons to let you eat yeah You know, yeah, especially when you're fasting. I, I bugged her with all these questions. Not like just her. Sick. But like, yeah, everybody. It's, yeah, everyone. I was like, I have a headache. I have a headache. I, you know, but I can't take Tylenol because you need water to clear up the headache. And I was like, how do you do it? How do you do it? 30 days? Gosh, how do you do it? You know, I was just super amazed. And then I was saying like, Oh, and I learned a lot of things. Like, you know, there are these exceptions with um, with Ramadan. This is 
yeah, um, this is when I thought that it was still Ramadan. Because honestly, I thought yesterday was the start of Ramadan. <laughs> That's what I thought. So I was, so the whole time I was dying, the, like, no joke, the only thing that really kept me going was that, oh, these girls are going to do it for 29 more days after me. So don't be, you know, telling myself, come on, Lauren, come on, don't, don't be whining about, you can do this. You can do this, you know, because they do it for like 30 days. So I was like, man, I feel sorry for you guys. You have to do this again tomorrow. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I was, and I thought, I thought that everyone was fasting today. I thought it was like an Islam, you know, everyone in Islam was fasting today. So I was like, oh, how do you feel? Oh, how do you feel? And she's like, oh, I'm fine. She takes all this huge bowl of pasta in a Tupperware. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, but um just oh was like oh lost my train of thought. Oh, just to talk about Ramadan, um just some yeah, just some things. When exactly does Ramadan start? Let's just clear that up right um, now. Um this year I believe it starts in June. So it's all according to the lunar cal- calendar. So it mm-hmm. changes every single year. It moves up by a week, I believe, every single year. Um a week, two weeks, right. something like that. Okay. So um, it'll take place during the summer, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So uh, our days will be longer. Oh it'll boy. be a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we get really lucky when it's in the winter. So we would be lucky if it was like right now, but mm-hmm. it's not. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was in the summer this past year too. So it should be in the summer again this year. All right. Whoop yeah. Whoop. <laughs> cool. All right. And then um, yeah, we were kind of talking about the different rules about. Um, Ramadan, I know we already went over some, but, Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, uh, girls were, uh, talking about it, and they're, like, when you're on your, you know, your monthly, or, Mm -hmm. you know, which is, like, your period, (laughs) people, (laughs) when you're on your monthly, um, yeah, um, you're not, like, you're not clean, right? Like, supposedly, it's not, like, is that what it Um, is? And there's some exceptions, um, to not fasting, Mm -hmm. and if you can't pray, you're not supposed to fast. So when um, a girl is on her time of month, um, she's not required to pray um, because before we pray, we do a washing. We call it wudu'. And um, it's like a cleansing before prayer. So um, one of those things that, you know, that doesn't, you know, it's you're not exactly clean during that state is when you're bleeding. Mm -hmm. So um, a girl, because it's like a constant cycle, um, she's not required to pray during that time Um, because she doesn't pray. She doesn't have to fast. Mm -hmm. So they're interrelated. And then, and then when I heard that, I was like, oh, heck yes! <laughs> so all you girls are on your monthly, you know, this is the time when you praise it for having the monthly, you know? <laughs> and I was super excited, and they're like, oh, no, you still have to make up the days afterwards. And I was like, what? That sucks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you still have to make up the days that you missed while you were on your monthly. But, I, yeah, I thought that was really interesting, mm-hmm. and I also heard that if you're taking any medication... Right, if you're sick mm-hmm. or if you're traveling, it's not supposed to be a burden. It's supposed to be something that, you know, that empowers you, that mm-hmm. brings you up, not brings you down so um you know if you're you know if you're traveling um if you're tired if you're sick if you're hospitalized whatever the reason is if you're pregnant uh you don't have to fast okay yeah yeah but you make it up exactly Mm -hmm. yeah yeah one day so if if you're like really 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 sick for like the whole year you can't really make it up well um you also can give charity Ah. oh yeah um i was gonna say if if you're unable to make up the days that you've missed you can um make each day up by uh, feeding someone who um, doesn't have food to eat or, or doesn't have a home, let's say. Um, and so you, you do it by providing charity. I think, I mean, how much would you give a day? Is um, there like a set number? Do you know? I'm not sure about the exact number. I think it's maybe like 
uh, three good meals mm-hmm. per day. Mm-hmm. So however much that equals to in a monetary value. Mm-hmm. I heard it was yeah. 40. 40 meals? Night, when I was talking last night, if you feed 40 people, then you're per solid. Day? That, that sounds right. I don't know. Actually. Really? Oh, okay. Not sure exactly about the details. Yeah. Is it per year? Do you know? Did they tell you? Not. I, I don't remember. Like, I, I was I was hungry. So it's like, while yeah. everyone was telling me stuff, I was just like, hungry, hungry, hungry. I don't know. I usually make up my own, like, you know, with fasting. So I haven't really done that. Oh, okay. So. No, it's all good. Um, all right. Yeah. And just to go into a little bit more. Um, also, when you're fasting, um, I was asking about the timing, you know, the whole sun up to sun, mm-hmm. sun down type of thing. And I was like, so what about those places where the sun never comes out, you know, where it's super dark, you know, <laughs> like like during Ramadan, can everyone just like catch a flight and fly over there and just be like, all right, all right, like this is this isn't bad at all. And then they're saying, oh, well, in times like those or it's really hard to tell when sunrise and sunset you go with Saudi Arabia. Is that right? Mm-hmm. You go with Saudi Arabia time. Exactly. And I was like, oh, so you mean... That we can't all just fly up to, like, you know, Alaska or something where the, the, the sun doesn't come up. And, like, nope, it's Saudi Arabia time. So that was interesting. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, you guys really thought this through. <laughs> it's religion, you know. Religion is thought through. <laughs> but, yeah, it was really interesting. Um also, um, just another thing I wanted to point out that I learned, um, you know, there are all these rules, and, like, I know what you're thinking, like, you know, those who aren't Muslim, in my mind, I was like, what? Why the heck would I do all these rules, you know? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fasting, starving myself, why would I do that? Why? That just doesn't seem like something that should be, you know, that should be, like, a requirement or something like that, you know what I mean? Like, telling people to starve themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what I thought, um... That's what I thought, like, before when I was, when, when he was fasting, my friend was fasting, I was just like, oh, wow, it's like, I really admire that, but I don't understand the purpose behind mm-hmm. it, really, like, like, you know, um, religiously, I don't understand, um, but, um, yeah, and then my friend was kind of explaining to me, and she said it really is, you know, it's like in, in Catholicism, you know, Catholic Church, we do have, uh, Lent, where you're supposed to give up something um, that you're supposed to, like, really, really like, but you're going to give it up for God, and or you're going to do, like, a, mm, you know, kind actions, you know, do, do more nice things in your life, be nicer to people as one. So this is kind of like, she told me, this is kind of like the same thing, pretty much. It's like, um, you know, you're, it's, it's about your willpower, it's about self-control, and it's about doing it, you know, for... For God, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they said it, it's to please God. Yeah, so right. do you want to explain a little bit more? Yeah, about it's it? basically um, to control your urges. Mm. So we all have, you know, whether it be with food or TV, we all have something that, you know, we're hooked to, basically. So you have to give that up. Um, for You have to sacrifice it for God. Mm. So during that month, you have to devote yourself to, you know, doing, you know, good things, uh, religious practices, praying, um, always being grateful for what you have, um, not, you know, going to worldly matters, you know, just basically, you know, being in a pure state and being, you know, content with, you know, not having food, not having drink, and yet at the end of the day, you know that something's waiting for you. So it does, you do practice patience a lot, um, and yeah, basically, it's like a, it's like a, I guess you can see it's like a race, you know, like yeah. a, a marathon. You know, yeah. at the end, it's so rewarding. You oh, finally yeah, get yeah. there, and you're just like, at success! The night, <laughs> when, you had, when you break your fast yeah. with everybody. And we ate dates. 
Yeah. We ate dates. So, yeah, it was interesting. I, I took a nap, and um, I woke up exactly at 5.43. And I was like, it's time to break my fast, you know? And, and at first, I thought I thought it'd be super weak because I was hungry. I, I was hungry all night. But, you know, knowing that, you know, MSU was having their, you know, break your fast, you know, event, and they had all this food there. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to miss out on that. So I put everything, you know, I got my jacket, I got my scarf, I got everything, and I was power walking my way down Ring Road to Doheny <laughs> Beach where the event was. And surprisingly, I had a lot of energy. And I was like, wow, you really do some crazy stuff when you're hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, you have this power that you weren't really able to harness, I guess. And, um, yeah, uh, let's see, to go into that. So, yeah, then we had all this food afterwards so it's it's yeah it is really rewarding so i get the whole self-control and willpower mm-hmm. but then being able to like be proud of that yeah that's like it's that's like a huge part accomplishment. of accomplishment yeah that's a huge part of it and yeah i could have cheated anytime mm-hmm. i almost thought about it my friend offered me java juice a sip or two wouldn't hurt you know but then i think like i don't know inside you kind of but now tell. are you like so much more grateful while you're eating like is it a oh different my experience gosh. yeah Seriously though, like yeah, last night when I was eating, it's like I got a lot of food like I usually <laughs> do, but I ate it more in moderation. Mm-hmm. I think I ate a little bit at a time instead of like gorging it all down. And um, another thing was um, I was really particular about finishing everything. You think about like each on my bite, plate. like yeah, yeah, you really think about it. And and I think uh, I think it's really great that it was based on you know. homelessness and Mm -hmm. hunger because yeah they were talking about how many there there are a lot of starving kids starving people all around the world 2,500 die a a day wasn't that the fact 2,500 yeah Yeah, I think so it was it was uh it was a child dies of um hunger every five seconds Mm -hmm. supposedly yeah yeah. That's just the rate. You, that's just the rate. Nobody count to five and cry, okay? That's not how it goes. Do not count to five and cry. But um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. It's it it you know made me really think more about finishing finishing my food. And I think you just it's easy to take food for granted. Definitely. Yeah, With mm-hmm. how much food we waste, I mean, especially if you see at Pippin, mm-hmm. I don't know if they still do yeah, the um, <laughs> wasteometer or something. That's a lot of food that we're wasting and. Mm-hmm. I think it really puts things into perspective, like how much a certain individual has and how much you have, and you just start to be thankful for for the little things you have, you know, for for having a roof over your head or, or for having even two pairs of eyes that function. So what if they're not blue eyes and you want blue eyes? You know, you just start becoming thankful for every everything that you that you have, and and spiritually, it's like a like a faith booster because mm-hmm. like you said you could have cheated anytime right and from a muslim's point of view um we can cheat anytime we want to but but just the fact that the fear and the love for god that hey you know like god is watching and you're doing this for god um i think it really gives at least me the strength to to go on and mm-hmm. and not cheat um yeah it's really uplifting yeah no it's really great um anyone even even those of you who aren't you know muslim you know or like uh or from the Islam tradition, you know, it'd be, you know, just try it, you know, try fasting from sunup to sundown. There are people who do it 30 days mm-hmm. of the year, all in a row, you know, and, and some people, like, like, yes, yeah, I know a lot of people who aren't even religious who like to fast, like, once a week, mm-hmm. you know, just to clean out the system right. a little bit. Um, they still eat eat and drink water but it's just a little bit very little bit but um yeah i don't know um it's it's definitely a good experience it puts things in perspective for you um and also just thinking about it it's like a lot of people out there who are homeless you know when you see them i was telling them at the event last night when you see them and you see that they're homeless you kind of just think about how they're homeless but you don't really get to think about Mm -hmm. how hungry they are like you really don't know and you forget you know it's it's good to do it maybe once every year because you really do forget and you forget how 
being, you know, that hungry, like, it, it can really take a toll on your day. Right. Like, just, like, little things that you need to do, exactly. like, going to your job or taking care of kids or mm-hmm. something like that. It's a lot harder when all you can think about is how hungry you are. So, um, yeah, the, it puts things in perspective for you. Um, so, Definitely. yeah, if you're, you know, if you're interested in, like, learning a little bit more about what it feels like to be in another situation, you know, a little less fortunate than your own, um, really, like, try putting yourself out there, you know. If, if, if you're up to it, um, try putting yourself out there. You do learn a lot about yourself, about your own willpower. It's great. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, thank you, MSU, oh, for no that. Problem. Because I would have yeah. never, I would have <laughs> never really, I would have never done that. I have food, you know. <laughs> I have food. I take care of myself. I don't starve myself. I have food. But it was a good, you know, I would have never done it if it wasn't for that type of purpose, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't necessarily religious, you know? Right. Exactly. So that was wonderful. All right. So I want to transgress into hijab day because Natasha will also be doing, <laughs> she will also be doing awesome spoken word. So we'll talk about uh, that she performed during the event for, um, for hijab day. So basically in hijab day, there was this booth out on Ring Road and um, all the MSU chicks were out there. Um, and they were like, you know, oh, hey, come try wear a hijab. And they're all being really welcoming. You sign a paper saying, oh, I will wear this hijab for the day, you know, and dressed in moderate clothes, things like that. And then you kind of just go out in your day just wearing the hijab. Mm-hmm. So an MS- this is the, what year is this that MSU has been doing uh, this? This is the second year. This is only the second yeah, year? the second year. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, when I was a freshman, I... I, I do not I didn't know you were a first year. Yeah, first I'm a first year. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like really, really guys. Age years don't matter. They don't matter because we have some really awesome people who are just first years and doing some great things. So it's good. Applause. And Thank then second you. year yeah. Yeah. Yay. Second year's repping it. But um yeah, anyway. Oh. Hijab day, yes. Okay, hijab day. So um yeah, sec- so it's the second year. I had a friend who did hijab day when I was a freshman. She was telling everybody about it. Um, her name's Justine, you know, in Kababayan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and at first everyone's like, okay, that's cool and all. You're wearing a hijab, you but you're, you, yeah. ain't mus- you ain't Muslim, you know? <laughs> and at first I, but, you know, I would, you know, yeah, like outside you would get that impression. But inside I was just like, that's really, really cool, mm-hmm. you know? And and I've always admired, like, the hijabs that 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 the girls wear because some of them they're like really really pretty mm-hmm. they're the really way pretty people wear them really? yeah they're unique like yeah. styles and stuff yeah yeah <laughs> and, then they're, and and you know if you're like a lot of girls don't just wear like long skirts and stuff like that but they wear their own clothes but just add a hijab you know exactly yeah you know their styles with, yeah with we the dash make it of work, hijab yeah, yeah and it's, it's, it's great it's it's you know yeah we match color it's color coordinated uh-huh. You know, so so I love it. I really I really liked it. So I tried on the hijab for a day. I was telling them all about it. Um, uh, yeah, I think we were talking about hijab day last week also. But I tried it on for a day, and it's so different. You know, just to get it, just because I really want you to do your spoken word. Okay. But yeah, it's it's so different. Like um, yeah, I, like uh, I was explaining how it's like people kind of see you in like a more respectable manner. Mm-hmm, definitely. You know, it's like you know, like oh don't. You know, it's like, oh, don't don't cut me in line at the, you know, at the food, <laughs> you know, you know, at the food place. Don't cut me in line. This guy, he actually apologized to me for trying to cut me in line, you know, which has really never happened before. So in my life, mm-hmm. my life, this is the first time, and I've, I've, people, a lot of people try to cut this because, yeah. um, you know, I'm not exactly the tallest person, but um, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, that was interesting. I didn't get many flyers for clubbing, none of that. Um, 
I always had to maintain keeping my sleeves like towards my wrist because mm-hmm. you have to be covered from just like the only thing I'll be showing are your hands and your wrists and your ankles and your feet right and your face of course and your face yeah yeah, yeah. the hijab does not cover the face in front okay you do get some kind of ventilation guys but um yeah no hijab is just to cover all the hair like a headscarf but make mm-hmm. sure all the hair is covered i went to i stopped by work and i was showing them my hijab and i was like check it check it it's blue and then they were like they were like oh, your hair is showing you aren't modest so i was like no, no. So then I ran to the mirror and I was like body pinning it, trying to fix it. Yeah, but it was interesting because I was telling them how it's like um, you don't think about your hair. Right. Because girls, I mean, girls, I mean, really. Like we do it all the time. We look at windows, reflections of buildings, of cars, <laughs> reflections in other people's glasses, just to see what our hair looks like. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if you're shaking your head, no, no, no. Oh yes, oh yes. You know you do it. But um, and that's the whole point behind the hijab. It's yeah. to you know bring out your internal beauty. Yes. It's not the external beauty that yes. matters, but the internal beauty. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're covering so what's irrelevant by covering your hair, mm-hmm. by covering your body. Um, I'm gonna be judged as a person, but not mm-hmm. like based on my physical appearance. So in that light, it is empowering you know mm-hmm. it's uh you know you feel as though like my image doesn't matter anymore it's mm-hmm. not my body image but you know it's me as like a person as my character mm-hmm. so um it's a really beautiful thing um i love it and based on oh. your um your stories it seems like you enjoyed it as well oh yeah i enjoyed it it's like honestly oh this is what i didn't get to tell all of you last night i really wanted to tell the ladies this so this is my way i guess but um you know like all the all the um other girls who are wearing um hijabs um whether they were um muslim or not mm-hmm. you know we smile at each other like there are a yeah, lot of girls yeah, there are yeah. a lot of girls who were who tried it out too did the hijab challenge and they would just smile at me you know i'd smile back and it's like and then all the girls from msu would say how beautiful i uh-huh. was you know and i really didn't try i mean i just put a put on a headscarf <laughs> and it's nice and i don't know i kind of wanted to ask it's like oh like that's why i like ask like oh would you still see me as beautiful even if i didn't have a scarf oh, definitely you know? yeah yeah so it's things like that that i was wondering but i think i would much rather like have had that experience where people acknowledge you mm-hmm. for your inner beauty and acknowledge you for this act that you're doing as opposed to like just not even noticing you you know because mm-hmm. it's really interesting and like you were saying like oh yeah it doesn't create it you know it doesn't create this image for you or anything like like people don't judge you right exactly people don't judge you it's yeah. not based on your physical appearance yeah it's not based on your people physical respect appearance. you more mm-hmm. you know yeah. yeah well well, they do judge you on the scarf like oh she's wearing a scarf right. you know that's that's it's a given but, but it is a symbol of like islam you know yeah so that's why it's so important that you know when you wear the hijab that you act appropriately because mm-hmm. you are a representative of all muslim women mm-hmm. you know so um mm-hmm. It gives you, you know, more reason to be a good person mm-hmm. because people do look at you and say, wow, she's a Muslim. So look at how she's acting, you know. Yeah. So um, it's true. It's true. Like out there in the media, anytime that right. you see a Muslim or anybody who you would even people would even affiliate as Muslim when if they do something like, you know, crazy in the news and one stuff, little act. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, that's that's created so many misconceptions and so many cultural and social barriers. And then. And then it creates fear and it creates hate. And really, it's just like, you know, it's not supposed to be like that. Mm-hmm. It's just not. But, um, yeah, uh, just, okay, don't want to go too far into that. <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah, uh, just to segue into the theme of beauty. So we were talking a lot about beauty. Um, Natasha, if you would like to introduce Woo! your spoken word, we'll do that now. <laughs> sure. Um, so I actually didn't write this, but... Um, a famous spoken word artist, his name is Buna Muhammad, um, he wrote this piece, and it's called Beautiful. Um, and if you like what you hear, then please check him out on YouTube. He has some really great stuff up, and uh, I hope that uh, 
me saying it on the radio creates the same type of effect that it created um, last week at the event when I performed it just because it was, you know, live in action. They could see me and see my gestures and whatnot. But yeah. I'm going to give it a shot here anyway. So <laughs> hopefully you guys enjoy. So again, this is called Beautiful by Buna Muhammad. Maybe she's smarter than you. Or maybe she just knows how much she's worth, or maybe she doesn't need anyone to tell her she's beautiful because she already knew that the day she came out of the womb. Maybe she knows too much, or maybe she just expects the worst, or maybe she ain't trying to be nobody's baby unless he speaks with her daddy first. Maybe she's saving herself for heaven because she can't stand this earth, and maybe she's saving herself from hell, Iblis, and the ones who are cursed. Maybe she sees past deceptions. Maybe this world is a lie. <laughs> Maybe we're like in the Matrix, but she's unplugged and she can fly. Maybe she just wants to go back home and stare at the sky because maybe she knows the difference between living and just being alive. Maybe she's a slice of this life's ultimate prize because maybe her mind has been divinely designed, but maybe it's just him or... Maybe it's Maybelline, or maybe he should do a better job of lowering his gaze, but honestly, she's amazing, and he should treat her like a queen, because she gives him no choice. She's his sister in Dean. It is time to rejoice. For you who believe in work-righteous deeds, there is a garden of bliss for all of eternity. If only you would believe what your eyes could not see, which begs the question, what is beauty? Maybe it's the way her body is shaped or the way she is dressed, but if the whole world was blind, how many people would you impress? The best couldn't care less for tight jeans or a short dress or those shirts that expose what God told you to protect. And I don't mean to sound rude, but how could you approve of any dude who doesn't mind sharing you with the whole world too? Because he probably don't think you're beautiful. He'd think you're booty full. <laughs> Gloss lips with makeup on every single cuticle. And it ain't cute at all because if those shoes hurt your feet, then why don't you just take them off? Some girls think that pain equals sexy and if you got it, show it off, but nobody even looks happy with those plastic smiles on. And those magazines are wrong. Forget men and their songs. Love yourself first before you take anyone else on. And to love yourself is to love the one to whom all love belongs. There is beauty in creation, but the creator really got it going on. Because there is something seriously wrong with preteens who look like moms and middle-aged moms who are afraid to see life move on so they tell wrinkles to be gone buy hair to make it long pluck this tuck that till you don't even know who you are you women are oppressed forced to flaunt your thighs and chest before puberty you're already on a diet promoting nudity like it's some kind of natural science but you're a diamond a man shouldn't even see you pass the glass cage unless he's buying but if you have no shame then do as you please because what is beauty but an extension of modesty? So maybe she's right. Maybe she does deserve respect. And maybe she walks around feeling like a superhero with that scarf dangling from her neck. Maybe nobody is forcing her to wear it. Maybe she would never even leave home without it. And maybe she don't care what other people think because most people's opinions ain't even valid. Hmm. Maybe she feels free. Maybe she has peace of mind. And maybe she'll give you a piece of her mind if you step out of line. Maybe she isn't perfect, but maybe she's trying. Maybe she's just trying to take things one day at a time. 
Maybe she laughs and maybe she cries and maybe you would be surprised with everything she keeps inside. Maybe she can hear every single word said by those cowards. Maybe she has no problem defying all those who doubt her. Maybe she is a warrior and the silence is just getting louder. Maybe she wears that shield because every single day is a battle. Maybe she is more than the skin she is in. Maybe we should start learning how to love what's within. Maybe God only knows all the places she's been, but maybe she comes back to him again and again. Maybe she's not afraid to die, just afraid not to live. Maybe you are not worthy of everything she can give because maybe she is kind, sweet, pure, gentle, and suitable. And maybe, just maybe, she is beautiful. Thank you so much, Natasha. Thank you. That was great. So, yeah, listeners, hope you really liked that. That was a good kind of ending to our show for today. Uh, That was very special. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, just to interpret that, you know, like, uh, yeah, we we mentioned oppression um, in the beginning and how it's like, oh, like, these women must be oppressed, and that's what they were selling on the media. Mm -hmm. These women must be oppressed because they're forced to wear these headscarves, but it's a personal choice. It is a choice, definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, and it's a choice for... Uh, pers- like why do you why do you wear the headscarf? Um, I wear it because um, my creator told me to wear it. Mm-hmm. So, um, but in the end, it does come down to the person. So nobody can force you to wear it. Um, it has to come from within. So you have to wear it with the right intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you see Muslim women that wear it, and you see Muslim women that don't wear it. So it all comes down to the person. And when it's the right time, you put it on. Mm-hmm. So. Right. All good. Yeah. All good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah, just just um, just some other. Just some other things. So, um, yeah. So, um, um, fellas, you know, if you're if you're not of the Islam, <laughs> if you're not of the Islam um, religion, you know what I mean. Um, just to let you know, um, yeah, Muslim mu- Muslims are supposed to marry like other people who are who are Muslim, like within the religion. Is that right? Yeah. It is. Yeah, that's, say, yeah, 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 supposedly, you know, not that everybody follows that nowadays, I mean, this modern time, but, you know, that is, that is the religion, religious thing. So, guys, you know, you know, if you really think she's beautiful and all that, you know, check yourself. <laughs> <laughs> just, just check, just check, your, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, talk to her, ask her, so are you, you know, <laughs> you know, check yourself, because that, that's a possibility. And, um, if it doesn't work out and she's into, like, a Muslim guy instead, move on in happiness, because there's a lot of non-Muslim Catholic chicks out there too <laughs> not speaking for me personally but um yeah other people and um also um also for um, guys they're supposed to lower their gaze right, right? exactly yeah so don't stare at her in the eye yeah oh your so, lustful yeah. gaze so you can't yeah. check the ladies out no checking <laughs> yeah yeah check yourself That's, i said check yourself but yeah no no checking out the ladies they don't want that but um yeah just you know be respectful and then um ladies also you know if the guy is muslim and stuff don't give him pork you know, don't offer him bacon. That's just, you know, let's like, yeah. Okay, actually, it was, it was funny. Yes, just a no-no. Yeah, okay, so we're going to end. We have a minute left, but just to add with a, uh, with a tidbit, really, like, uh, uh, if you're interested in learning more about Islam, MSU is on campus. Otherwise, mm-hmm. don't just see what you see on the media, but really, like. Approach us. We're yeah. approachable. We're friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, be engaged. Be interactive. Life is supposed to be a journey of being with people. So be engaged. And um, yeah, I hope you learned a lot from the show. Um, I definitely had a great time. I did too. Thank you. So thank you. Thanks for having us, Lauren. Yeah, Yeah, it's all good. It's all lovely. But yeah, um, so thank you, Natasha. And thank you, Maimuna. Thank you. Maimuna. Uh And um, yeah, we are going to end it there. Um, (laughs) 
Yeah, oh, let me just, uh, unload, sorry, ha ha ha, la la la, but yeah, um, yeah, just, oh yeah, just, just the last thing, like, uh, before I was, like, I was, like, telling my mom about this, and I was, like, oh man, mom, it's, like, uh, you know, if I really like this, like, you know, Muslim guy, like, they can't, you, you know, if I did, or if somebody else did, you know, like, they can't, we can't get married, and things like that, and they, they don't even date unless they're, like, thinking about marriage and all that stuff, you know, and I was, like, what, they don't even date? But when they when I heard that they don't even eat bacon, that's when I lost it. That's when I lost it. I was like, oh no, oh no, no bacon. What am I gonna do? But um, yeah, there's a purpose for that. Uh, if you wanna learn more about it, go out of your you know go out of your way and learn. So we're gonna end it there. Um, this was activism for amateurs with your host Lauren. Thank you so much for tuning in. Tune in again next week Thursday morning at 8 a.m. and um, upcoming next. Up next upcoming, the show is uh, The Docket with Evan Simon here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Peace. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>